Welcome to Ben. Blockchain Education Network. The largest and longest running network of students, alumni, and professors excited about blockchain across the world. A podcast for students by students, sharing their vision that anyone, regardless of wherever they are in the world, will be able to use blockchain as a vehicle to create wealth for themselves and their communities. This is Ben. The Blockchain Education Network. What's up, everybody? This is Drayson from the Ben Network, and I'm here with Edmund. He is the VP of Validation from Eureka. How's it going, Edmund? Really well. How are you today? Fantastic. So we just want to talk about a little bit today what Eureka is doing. You know, I heard your presentation on stage today, you know, how it's helping musicians, how NFTs are opening up a whole new world, a more fair world. Can you talk about how Eureka is helping that process? We've started with the idea of, of validation. NFTs, any type of NFT, high-end NFT as a collectible, needs to be verified. So our process, we call validation. We have a patent-pending process that allows people to come in and do all the work of proving that they're the owner, they're, cre they're the creator, so that when they monetize, the people that are purchasing that from them are comfortable. Now, another part of the processes that we have, we have what we call individual staking. So somebody comes in and can stake to the blockchain all the information about their work and have access to it. So instead of going to the Writers Guild, for example, or going to a copyright office in their country, they can hash their information on blockchain. And then the final one, the easiest one, is, is a batch timestamp. So batch timestamp is where somebody can come in and hash the information about their creation to the blockchain. It's a normal copyright-style claim that an individual makes without all the rest of the documentation attached. Those are the primary things that we do. Now, we, out, we announced last week our music publishing administration with Scott McCracken leading it. And that's an opportunity for musicians to come in and interface with us. And I won't get into the detail here, but interface with us for their publishing admin. And we're working to discover how blockchain can most efficiently assist the administration of that company. The use of NFTs within that is very important. So we have to move forward with the idea of using NFTs for artists, musicians who want to provide experiences for their fans, who want to provide swag, you know, different yeah. products. So there are various ways NFTs can be used besides just delivering music or delivering a video. It can deliver a number of other experiences as well. So we're just working with open hands, everybody with wide open eyes, great brains, a lot of ideation to discover what the possibilities are for each of our artists going forward. That's a great summary. Thank you so much for explaining that. What would you tell to our students that, let's just say they're creators or artists, you know, they're new to this world. How can they start learning about it, you know, dip their feet in without, you know, getting overcomplicated, get over overwhelmed by all the technicalities? Yeah. Take it a day at a time, a week at a time. There's a lot of stuff to learn. I think in the arts generally, people have to remember it's a business. Yes, you're creating and you're bringing a lot of joy to a lot of people. And let's face it, everything about every culture on the planet is contained within their visual art or their music, right? right. And that's, it's been that way forever. So in order to move forward, students need to be very astute about their studies, Learn what it is you need to know about your specific art. Then learn the business of that art. If you want to use it 
for your life? How do you support yourself with it? So learn about money as it applies to your art. Learn about the business structures that, that apply to your art. When we come into this new paradigm, we start talking about NFTs and what's happening in blockchain. You have to know what exists and then understand how these new tools will solve problems that we have now or make changes that are much more positive for the artists. And I think one very important thing that, that musicians need to remember is that changes that will happen in the industry over the next few years that involve the use of NFTs will create efficiencies not only for the artists, but also for the companies. So there, as much as you see resistance from companies, you will find that I think that will go away in the yeah. next two to three years. It will be leveraged, yeah. People will understand that the idea of using NFTs in a number of different ways and ways that we probably haven't even thought of yet will make the world better for everybody on both sides of the table. Yeah, and I highly encourage everyone to you know start learning about NFTs, the blockchain, especially if you're new. What would you recommend for people that, like I said, they're just at the end. Should they still tap into the Web 2.0 world or should they just fo fully focus on the Web 3.0, which is the future? Tap into the Web 2.0 world. Understand what exists now. There are transitions being made. You know, it's like with programming. I mean, I, gosh, I, I've been around long enough that it was DOS and Fortran and Cobalt and all that stuff. And then it was, you know, Ruby and Ruby on Rails. And, you know, now I'm worried about Solidity. And it's just even. No, but oh. it's just, you know, I, for me, I have to play around with it enough to be able to be supportive. Yeah, to understand. yeah I just, I just need to understand. So I think no web 2.0, understand what the changes are that are being made and why, so that you know what the new world is going to be and nothing surprises you. Excellent. Excellent advice. I love that. I'm actually a musician myself. So for example, I was going to mint an NFT, a remix album for people that are, are doing it themselves. And a really crucial advice Nims gave in his interview is that the NFT game is basically forming strong, passionate communities instead of trying to grab as many people as you can. How can we generate those small, passionate communities that are, you know, NFT specific? You know, we want to make it our friends, but maybe not all our friends know about blockchain and NFTs yet. How do we find those communities that will support us that are already in the Web 3.0? I think the first thing to do is have confidence. Understand, and this is a real business model, that you can have less than 200 fans. And if they are your true fans, you will make a living with that. You can actually, in most states of the United States, pay your rent, buy your food. You can, you can live, right? So have confidence, first of all, in that business model. But you, it doesn't take a ton of people. Then the next thing is to be confident about your work and simply communicate. Learn how to communicate with your community. You know, one person tells another. If you understand how to connect with your individuals, if you're not just throwing things at them and expecting them to buy something, but really conversing with them and creating your art. Engaging. Engaging, yeah. You engage with them. Create your art based on what they feed you. How do they make you feel? What is the energy they give you? If you can do that with your audience you'll grow it. Yeah, and that's that's a very important factor, like really engaging, really like get, taking the time to comment individually for all your fans. Something that most people don't even do nowadays. You just post, they don't even comment anymore, you know? So just to wrap things up, what, what would you say is like your final advice for students that want to hop on to Eureka, maybe Audius, all these new upcoming music platforms, you know, any final words for them? Do your studies, you know, understand your business, ask questions. Ask important, ask, let's put it this way, ask questions that are important to you and make sure you get the answers that you need for the moment. 
develop more questions and continue to ask, continue to learn that way, and then develop your work being honest to yourself, share it honestly. You will grow your business. Thank you so much, Amin. Actually, one final technical question. Uh, in regards to, like, let's say, ASCAP and BMI, do you see NFTs maybe taking away some of their leverage that they have as we go forward into the future? I know they have a big catalog variety of music from the past, but is their you know, leverage, their kind of presence going to be dwindling over time? I don't think so. They do an important job. I mean, as an artist, you put things out there in the world and it's impossible for you to collect all the royalties that you're due, the payments that you're due. So you have different organizations that collect those payments for you and they administer and they do the accounting. Now, it's not good accounting all the time. It's not the best method. A lot of people don't get paid the way they should. But I think NFTs, the idea of a smart contract that is the NFT will change the way they do business in time, maybe not immediately. But I don't think we will lose them. I think things will change radically and they'll be better for the artists, more supportive. Interesting. Very amazing world that we have coming up in this in this zone. But thank you, Edmund, so much for your time. This is Drayson from the Ben Network. Thank you so much for listening. This was another episode of Ben. Blockchain Education Network. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockchainEDU. And visit our YouTube channel for more valuable blockchain content.